Hello, welcome back to the National Association for Primary Education podcast. My name is Mark Taylor. Hello to those of you who are joining us for the first time. I really appreciate you taking the time to to hear exactly what the NAEP is all about and exactly what we're here to do and to share with you. And and a welcome return for those of you who have become regular listeners. We really appreciate you deciding to subscribe and actually being part of this um, brand new opportunity that we have in order to share exactly who we are, what we're doing and how we can make a difference in children's lives. The first thing I wanted to mention today is a reminder, really, that um, we have our annual Schiller, Christian Schiller lecture coming up on the 29th of April. This is going to be at Oxford Brooks University, and it's going to be given by Teresa Crimin and entitled Reading for Pleasure, Developing Readers for Life. And the lecture is going to explore the cognitive, social and emotional benefits of reading. And in particular, we'll focus on how, when teachers share their reading lives and books in common with children, new and close relationships develop between the reader to reader and also human to human. So I think that's a really important thing um, for us to all, all be thinking about. And actually, I think it's going to be a fantastic event and it's absolutely free. All that we ask you to do is to register in advance. And you can do that by emailing your name and your contact email address to nationaloffice at nape.org.uk. That's nationaloffice at nape.org.uk. .org.uk or if you'd like to leave a message on the answer machine or, or speak to someone in the office then it's 01604 647646 646. that's 01604-647-646 and we'd really be delighted to welcome you there and, and share in this wonderful evening that we have. The other thing we'd like to, to do today is to apologise to anyone who's been looking to try and get onto our website. Um, the website's been down for a couple of days during this week. We're just in the process of completely revamping it and changing servers and web developers and, and all manner of things in order to kind of give you a much better action in terms of members trying to be able to rejoin and, and pay through the website and that kind of thing. So we're in a, a massive transition at the moment. But as soon as it's up and running and we have everything up together, we'll, we'll do a podcast specifically about all the stuff that you can find on there and uh, and how you can make the most of your membership one of the really exciting things we were able to do in the last few weeks was we went to on oh, myself and, and Robert Young the um, general secretary and interim chair we went to the fourth ultimate well-being and education conference which was held in London and it was a, an incredible event and we had the opportunity to be welcomed by Sir Anthony Selden who is quite an incredible man and incredibly generous with his time and understanding with things um, which are going on and to bring all these things together as part of the University of Buckingham as well and IPEN was a really, really, um, it's a wonderful thing to be able to do and a great thing to be able to spend some time at and hearing some wonderful speakers. And these speakers included um, Damien Hines, MP, um, Secretary of State for Education. It was interesting hearing how he was talking about how well-being is going to come into the curriculum a bit more and, and, and support for, for both schools and, and teachers and, and, and parents. It'll be very interesting to see how that comes through in reality. And there are obviously lots of strains on teachers at the moment and well-being is a very hot topic, which I think is why all of a sudden there's um, lots of talk and, and interest in it from an education point of view. But um, from a personal point of view, I think it's really important that a lot of the measures which are very welcome in school, whether it's about mindfulness or overall conversations, about well-being is the fact with um, a system which is actually in place with so much testing with so much pressure with so much accountability so much time restrictions going on actually without some of the big changes within that all we're really trying to do is put a sticking plaster on a broken leg um, and that's my personal opinion and actually I think if we could find a way to actually open the debate much more to a, re- um, a reality of being able to say how are we 
really wanting to educate what's education for and from then start to rebuild some of those blocks that we need i think that would be much more um, important than, than some of these um, other welcome changes but at the same time as i said much more like a sticking plaster on a broken leg than anything which i believe is going to make much of a difference from a certainly from a political point of view anyway um but some of the speakers that were involved in this event were wonderful and had a really really positive idea um, of, of how we could move forward and some of the things that we can do. We had um, Lizzie Hopley from the Royal Shakespeare Company actually doing a short speech on, um, in both halves of the day, having beautiful artwork on the back screen just to be able to witness and feel to start the whole conference with a little bit of quiet time, a little bit of mindfulness, just sort of us all sharing in exactly what we can do on a daily basis just to make everything a little bit different in, in our day-to-day lives and that's a really a really important thing that I think we can all share and we could all learn from from what's going on. One of the things I really liked was um, Dr Mary Baustis who's the Joint General Secretary of the National Education Union who talked very much in terms of facts and figures about exactly what it's like for teachers, for parents, for students and, and some of the statistics that they have about overall well-being and how children are getting on in school and that's there's some frightening statistics in there but um she was very much talking about how real change is needed and, and how we can go about that so it was really interesting to sort of hear some someone being a very honest i thought and actually just saying that we need real change within our system exactly as i was just saying before in order to make a really big difference i mean we talk about changing the curriculum to be a little bit broader but where are the arts where's the money going in to for the time for teachers to spend actually talking to children all these sorts of things which make a big difference the one thing that i find always incredible is the fact that as soon as a child is deemed to have a problem you get given the time you need to spend with them and to explore what they need and these things are often creative we talk about artwork we talk about music we talk about drama we talk about time to actually do what you need to do within your own time rather than suddenly being right in the middle of the system Surely that's just a great way of showing us all that actually if the system was different to begin with, if we had the arts within the system, if we had more time, actually that would be a way forward. Instead of actually having programmes we need to learn about wellness, actually just having our whole environment as a wellness naturally. Doing art, doing music, having time to walk in nature, having time to realise that it's a big patchwork of life. You know, there is education, there are there is learning to do. But there is also family life, there is also downtime, there is also playing. And all these things are really important. If they're actually part of the framework that we start with to begin with, I think we might end up having a slightly different environment in, in which our schools can be. But as I, as I said, my personal opinion as we, as, we, um, as we move forward. There were some great talks by other people, including Johnny Benjamin, who's a, an award-winning mental health campaigner, filmmaker, writer and, and vlogger. His campaign to find Mike, the man who talked him out of jumping off a bridge, went viral and led to Johnny becoming a spokesman on suicide. And in 2016, he launched the Think Well, a mental health programme for schools. And, and, it, and it's things like that. People with real experience who are coming into education now, really supporting and helping us really have a good idea in terms of what it is that we, we need, I think, to, to really help. Another person I really thought was fantastic, doing great work, was Susie Godson. Um, Susie's the co-founder of Me Too, an app combining best aspects of peer support with the additional benefits of expert guidance, um, moderation, sophisticated safeguarding and access to third-party support and education resources. And we went through this book which comes with it and the app itself and, and saw some of the comments which were all anonymous 
and it was really interesting to see someone who's actually gone out develop something which is really making a difference in children's lives and I thought that is something which we can actually do today something that you can point to go and look at this take part in this and um, find out more about this which can really help people who are struggling um, the right here right now and and that I really like the, the whole aspect of this conference in terms of the philosophy of what we could do but also the practicalities of, of what can happen now and, and, and how, how we can make a really big difference. One of the people that really spoke to me the most was John Perry um, and he's a um, coach, a counselling psychotherapist and, and hypnotherapist, does stress management training, wellbeing consultancy, leadership, team development and supervision. I mean he's really someone who talked so much sense he talked about three approaches to stress management and resilience and talking about the way we deal with things our ideas of what we thought stress would be whether it's um our own perception of it whether actually it's a reality whether we can change our thought patterns how we can understand how some of these things would go and one of the things i really liked and there were lots of obviously parts of this of this speech which were fantastic but here's one which really liked me which was um feel better by minding your language and in here it was, write down three statements about yourself, each of which contain a should, ought or must. And one of the examples was, I should call my parents more, I ought to exercise more, I must pass my exam or this audition. And you could really understand that when he did that, you really felt the anxiety moving. You really sort of, you could sort of feel exactly what it felt like with those words in place. And then we went through and rewrote the statement and sub substituting prefer, like or want for should, ought or must. And so the examples were now was, I want to call my parents more. I would prefer to exercise more. I would like to pass my exam or audition. And we were all, I think every single person in the room was really just thinking, actually, I can really feel the difference to that. And just that way of talking, that way of being um, just changes everything about the perception of exactly what it is that you, um, of, of how you feel about these things. And it, and it really reminded me when my children were going through, especially through the whole SATS phase in, in terms of, you know, it's not just about what it is that you're telling children. Um, it's also about how you're acting and the actual wording as well as actually the phrases and things that you use in terms of what they get out of what it is that you're thinking of actually being able to, to do. And, and I think that's a really, a really key factor in exactly what it is that we're doing. So I just wanted to sort of fill you in with a couple of those things. Those are the sorts of things that we've been attending over the last few weeks. It was held at the Westminster Academy and they, they did a fantastic job, made us feel very, very welcome. So yes, a big thank you to IPEN, which is the International Positive Education Network and the University of Buckingham. This is a, a global organisation in terms of bringing well-being to everybody that's needing it and talking about it and spreading the word and, and increasing awareness and it's such an important thing to do and we're very grateful to, to have been asked to go along representing primary education. I'd also like to take this opportunity to, to thank NAEP for being the, the sole sponsor of the Education on Fire podcast network. They are supporting me in order to be able to bring you Education on Fire and Learning on Fire as well as this particular NAEP podcast so that we're able to really draw on all our experience, all our expertise to bring you these weekly episodes the current Education on Fire season is all about English and literacy. Um, you can go and check that out. Um, and the Learning on Fire podcast takes each week um, interviewing fulfilled, successful people talking about their education experience and how some of the things they've come across, some of their learning, some of their mentors have helped them create the life that they want to live on, on their terms. And it's a, 
it's wonderful to hear all those expressions of, of gratitude and, and interest in terms of how they've managed to create that and it's a it's a really important listen for parents and also for adolescents alike in terms of how you actually want to create your life going forward so a very big thank you to Nate for, for sponsoring this network and um, we hope we're getting some great value from it and we look forward to continuing that in the future. Many thanks for listening and please do spread the word about the Christian Schiller Lecture in Oxford Brooks University um, with Teresa Kremen. It's going to be a fantastic event as we said. It's on the 29th of April and you can just send us your details by emailing nationaloffice at nape.org.uk or telephoning 01604 647 646. Many thanks for listening and we look forward to chatting to you again soon.